Welcome back to Views from ETC Venues. This is show host Caleb Parker, and I'm here with my co-host. Oh, I love being a co-host. <laughs> yeah, Marg's <laughs> back again. Welcome back. Thank you. And today, you're in for a treat. Quite often, we go into venues, and we go into these white boxes, and it's not really inspiring. But ETC Venues doesn't do that. And today, we're here with their head of design, Frank, who is going to talk to us what goes behind designing a venue and what goes behind his brains on designing a venue and all the details around that. So you're in for a treat. So Frank, welcome to the show. Thank you. Frank, before we get into all these questions here, can you just sort of, um, how long have you been with the company? What do you do in your spare time? What inspires you? Um, well, I've been with the company for quite a number of years now, 19 years, uh, which is quite a long time, but there's been a progress from, first of all, being quite operational, so I used to effectively run venues, so I've got a good understanding of our client and our teams, uh, and then evolved into the sort of uh, project management and then design. So that's, that's sort of, you know, my... Uh, story with etc venues in a nutshell. Um, what do I do in my spare time? Um, quite a lot actually. Uh, I tend to go exercise, so that's quite one of my favorites during the week. Gives a nice pause. Um, are you a cardio guy or do you go to do the weights? What do you do? No, I do weights mainly, so uh, that's what I enjoy. Um, and then, you know, usually with my partner, we tend to go away at the weekend or do some walking or, you know, so it could be very sort of nature orientated. Or if we're in London, we'll try and see just about everything that goes on under a roof or, you know, and, and a few wild nights out if, if we get the chance, really. <laughs> Frank, I'm just going to dive into some questions here because um, I, I, I personally, um, in the last few years myself, have, have gotten a real keen interest in um, the artwork that goes into venues um, and there's a few, I won't name them here, but there's, there's a few venues that I really like because it just makes me feel something when I go in. Um, what goes on in your brain when you're looking at opening up a new location and you need to plan what that location is going to look and feel like? Quite a lot of aspects. Obviously, there's always a budget, <laughs> but also is obviously from a visual point of view. You know, what is the space is like? What what are the light? You know, what is the light like? And I always try and think and what will create the the um, instant buy, the the falling in love, the that emotion straight away that will that will be special, really. What Frank's talking about is that Instagram <clears throat> moment. So I know when we opened here at County Hall, we purposefully changed the way the corridors flowed so that when people came round the corridor, they would see Big Ben. And that is that Instagram moment that everybody remembers. Mm. And similarly, some of our office spaces, you know, you have a piece of artwork that people go, oh, yeah, that's the one with the horse. And that's what you mean by that sellable moment. So people recognize it and go, oh, yeah, I know who you are now. Oh, yeah. That's the cool one with whatever it might be. And you were telling me about this horse, and uh, <laughs> I think you need to elaborate on this. <laughs> so I think what, what Frank uh, and his team do is, is combining that... Um, that wow arch but also with the practicality and I think that's where Frank's background comes in so well as well having been operations manager you know it's not just beautiful but it's actually got a purpose and we have a, uh, a venue on Hatton Garden that has a life-size horse sculpture yeah so it is arch but the horse has a, uh, a lampshade on its head because it fills a purpose. And I think that's a beautiful... So it lights up? It lights up. So it's, it's, that, that's pretty much what I see Frank doing. It's beautiful, but it's got a purpose. And not only does it light up, it also gives our delegates such an experience because the amount of people 
it's in the lobby and you see people going past, stopping, and then everybody bends over to check what's underneath the horse. Oh boy. I'm not going to say what, <laughs> but you know, and that then makes everybody laugh and they have a joke and they take a picture and A, they remember the venue. Uh, then they've also started interacting and talking to each other and then all of a sudden you're going to have a great event. So I think that's, that's my favorite piece of art. It's been there for ages and it I think has, it's a yeah. Swedish um, artist, isn't it? Uh, correct. Yes. Moe, yeah, yeah, that's so, right. You know, that's got extra points for me. Well, that's cool. Um, so, okay, well, I want to go back to your background then because you started out in operations. You're not an interior designer or, uh, or an architect by trade. No. But is it more about passion? How did you fall into that? Yeah, it's, it's passion uh, combined with working in, in establishments which were inspiring enough, really. And, and there, there was always a few establishments, as I say, you know, usually hotels. And you just want to work there because it looks beautiful. Are you planning... Um, in doing the drawings and or are you working with architects? How, how does this work internally for you? Well, usually, uh, yeah, I have um, a team of architects or as a few people within the architect team that will work very closely with me. And typically the way it works is there will be um, some initial sketches being done, shared around, so effectively the layout we know works. Um, and then I'll spend quite a bit of time with the architect team to actually come up with all the finishes. So it's everything you see, everything you touch um, from a, an interior point of view. So it'd be flooring, wall colors, lighting, um, all the finishes. Um, and then there'll be all the detail of, say, for example, in the restaurants, you know, the cutlery, the plates, the glasses. It, it encompasses everything that the client will experience effectively, even working with the chefs to understand what they cook and how actually I will present them. So it's this sort of collaborative way of working, really. And so when you're, when you're looking at, um, at, at designing a, a, a venue and you're thinking about all these different pieces to put together, um, what's sort of the driving, what's like, is there a North Star that you say, okay, this is what we're aiming for? Yes, of course there is, yeah. It's, it's providing a venue that works for our clients uh, and our teams, really. That is, that is the, uh, the, the essence, really. Okay, Frank, do you have a favorite piece of art or art gallery or, or city or something that inspires you? To try and create something cool or fresh, like you say, yeah, I think it, it's a mixture of things. First, it's, it's trying to be stimulating, so it's actually pushing the buttons that are a bit more on, on the emotional side, really. So it's, it's trying to find something, whether it's color, whether it's texture, um, or whether, like you say, you're referring to a piece of artwork, that, that will actually grab people's attention. I'll try and make sure that I have an extensive list of, of pieces that will be very different, uh, very thought-provoking, um, and generally will be generating some, some positive emotions. So I think that's, that's what I like, things that are intriguing and that actually really engage, you know, um, your brain or, or, you know, yeah. Are you, like, um, constantly going around art galleries or are you surfing the web? Or like, are you like me and you know, you wake up at, at one o'clock in the morning and you just have this inspiration, you go on Amazon, you start looking at art pieces and order 18 pieces at one time of your house? What do you uh, do? I, I think it's, it's a mixture. I think it's fair to say that I'm, I tend to be more active. So I, I go really and see things because funny enough, you know, you see things on the internet, but actually they're never quite like this, especially when you, when you refer to a space, it's never quite like what you see. Um, and hence why, you know, we, we go, to a lot of trouble to create our website and, and the interactive tour and the sort of you know venue view that we have because actually trying to immerse yourself into a space 
it's it's physical really and you can't just have a bunch of pretty pictures you know you you capture things that you think oh wow what's in that corner there or how it's lit or you know there's all sorts of little tricks like that that you only notice really when you're there so earlier when i talked about the white box <clears throat> Do you, have you been in some of those and how do they make you feel? Yeah, I, I think I can relate fully to what you explain as a white box or, or I call it the bland box. The beige. Uh, the, beige oh, yeah. the beige venue. Box, it's, yeah. it's, it's what the people have probably tried to do is to, to have something that actually is not offensive and will appeal to the masses, which is fine and there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is that you create something very plain and, and not quite inspiring really. So, um, yeah. So are you able to talk about some of the artists that you've worked with in the past? Or you're currently working with? Yeah, I mean, we, the, the collection that we have, which is a, a very, very large collection, um, I mean, generally we'll have probably about 40 to 60 pieces per venue. So you're talking times, you know, the number of venues that we have, you know, it is yeah. just on its own now. It's a quite something collection. to manage, yeah. The artwork is generally tied into perhaps the location of mm. the venue or well, so. That yeah. actually was one of my questions. So when you're opening a, a new location, yeah. so and uh, you're deciding on the artwork that goes in there, what goes into that? Are you looking at the location, the, not just the building, but the, the area? Um, again, it's a mixture. We tend to look at the what we call the local connection. So local connection means why is this place where it is and, and what was attached to it at some point. When it's a new building, it's not very easy, but actually you'd be very surprised and certainly in places like London and I'm sure it'd be the same in New York that, you know, wherever there was a brand new building, there used to be something else before and it's the name still there or, mm -hmm. you know, you, it's easy to find out what, what went on. So 133 Hans Ditch, for example, which is our latest venue, we found Here that... Here in London here in London, so we found out that there was um, some um, second-hand clothing markets nearby. Now, you know, it's not very glamorous, it's not very special, but actually it is what this area used to be uh, many years ago. Uh, there used to be some bell foundry there. So these are the sort of things I've actually weaved into the design uh, to make sure that actually there was something to talk about, either when the clients would be there or when we do the show around. So we've done this um, um, artwork made with bells, um, some of those where we've got a Paul Smith suit uh, that's been framed. Now um, it's more exciting when you see it, I promise. <laughs> so so are, you, are you commissioning the, the artist to come in and, and take in like the, the bell example you're giving? Yeah. Are you, you're commissioning them to come in and put something together to represent the local area? Generally, yes. Yeah. So there, okay. there's some artwork that we buy ready-made effectively, you know, yeah, you see yeah. something that we like and we, and we purchase it, we frame it. Um, but most of it these days we tend to have it commissioned for us. So we, we come up with a concept, some ideas. Um, I have quite a lot of input into that. Um, and But, you know, anybody else is welcome. So it's not just me guarding my, <laughs> my own stash of, <laughs> of ideas. So it's, um, yeah, it's making sure that we have something varied and interesting, really. And it's not just sort of Prince or, or is there is there an artist that you're working with for the New York that you work with for the New York venue? Um, can you talk about what's going to go there? What can yeah. you tell me? Well, it it'd be done in a similar way that we're doing in London. So local connection is very important. You know, th this is not just a, a British venue in New York, but this is about a, a New York venue with a bit of. Britishness. Um, so um, in order to do so, one of our key um, featured artists uh, I have in mind is Matt Wilde, uh, who is actually a Mancunian from Manchester. Right. Um, 
and we have loads of his work, and, and, I, and I'm really passionate about his work. Um, it's, it's interesting, it's intricate, uh, but also it's, it, it feels a very strong connection, and, and everyone that sees them, they love them. So if you've been in our offices, it's the yellow cab and the black cab, so that's, that's the man. It's a lot of cityscapes, isn't it? But he yeah. takes details out of what he sees, perhaps these busy commuters rushing around, and then expands on that yeah, yeah. so it's, it's an it's a very good story that he does because it fits us it's it's urban um and it shows the layers it's not it's not necessarily the pretty urban it's it's the gritty urban it's the graffiti it's the underground it's the transport system so it's all the things really that that happen that we're exposed you know daily really on the on the commute or or the people that we have around us um so it's it's really interesting and um Ironically, he's never been to New York, but he has done a huge amount of work based on New York. So it'd be very interesting to see how the uh, New Yorkers, you know, uh, find his work. I'd like to get some of your secrets, or maybe three secrets, <laughs> to, I guess, effectively designing a venue. Um, first of all, it, it's, it's all about the initial space, really. I think it's fair to say that you know, there are people within our organization that find the right space. And by that, we mean the location, the right building. And quite often, it's not necessarily the building from the outside. You know, we, we don't fall for just the, the pretty buildings. We, we just fall for the buildings that will work for us. Um, and typically, you know, natural daylight is very important. As humans, you know, we function with natural daylight. And, and and we value that immensely. You know, for us, the idea of a conference in a basement, uh, which there are plenty about, yeah, is yeah. is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> and we can't, you know, comprehend that mm. other people would have not thought about that. But that's that's really important for us. So, good space, good location, good level of light. Excellent. That's three. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is three. I look forward to seeing the artwork uh, when you guys open. Design is important because it creates a user experience that's seamless, that's friction-free, that's not even noticeable, but you just love it. And so I think you've got a big job. And so it's, it's been good to have a chat with you. Thank you. So, so basically, you're the Steve Jobs of ETC venues, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> is that okay to say? Yeah, fine, yeah. Okay. I mean, why not? That's what IT has to exactly. say that. <laughs> well, Frank, thanks for sharing your secrets with us. Um, good luck on New York. And um, Mark, thank you again for co-hosting with me. Absolute pleasure. You've been brilliant. And thank you all for listening. Um, stay tuned for our upcoming episodes, and we'll see you soon.